Welcome to the Dermatology Podcast, the official podcast of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venerology. I'm Daniel. And I'm Adriana. And we're happy to present today's episode. Every month, the JDV chooses and highlights four articles in a section called Editor's Picks. Today, we explore the Editor's Picks for May 2022. We will be exploring overlapping pathogenesis of atopic dermatitis and COVID-19, tertiary syphilis on the rise, acute neurological side effect of COVID-19 vaccination in leprosy, and collateral benefits of a monoclonal antibody treatment for atopic dermatitis. But before we get into that... If you're not an EADV member, have you thought about becoming one? Benefit from access to on-demand webcasts, online courses, 19 medical journals including EADV's esteemed JADV, over 20 textbooks, reduced fees for congresses and symposia, and much, much more. Go to EADV.org under membership for more information. And now, the editor's picks. Overlapping pathogenesis of atopic dermatitis and COVID-19. Is monoclonal antibody treatment appropriate? Licata and colleagues from University of Campania, Luigi Vambitelli in Naples, Italy, described two patients with severe atopic dermatitis undergoing, among others, immunosuppressive treatments with cyclosporine, who had been scheduled to receive the interleukin 4R antagonist dupilumab, but got infected with SARS-CoV-2. Therefore, the biological treatment was postponed. After some weeks and recovery from COVID-19 with very mild symptoms, the eczema has improved considerably without additional therapy. It was decided that dupilumab was no longer necessary. The improvement lasted over several months. The authors proposed that immune events during COVID-19 infections may decrease the intensity of inflammatory reactions in atopic dermatitis. An increased immune Th1 response against SARS-CoV-2 could have counterbalanced a simultaneous Th2 response and led to a decrease in interleukin-4 secretions. The overlapping pathogenesis of these diseases remains to be elucidated. However, it can be supposed that dupilumab is not contraindicated during COVID-19 and might even theoretically help counteract the cyclotine storm by reducing interleukin-4. Is tertiary syphilis on the rise, a rare case from Japan? Tertiary syphilis has been a rare disease mainly because of the widespread use of antibiotics for concomitant infections, especially in patients with HIV or other immunodeficiency. In addition to its infrequent occurrence, it is difficult to diagnose gamma via only cutaneous appearance and histopathology findings. Tarada and colleagues from Dokyo Medical University School of Medicine in Mibu, Japan, describe a 48-year-old patient diagnosed with gamma, which is very rare in Japan in the last decades. Serum testing revealed high rapid plasma reagent levels and high antibody titers, which along with the skin eruption drastically decreased after three months of treatment with amoxicillin 2,000 mg a day. They advise that serum testing can provide useful information for diagnosis, even if the patient is already being treated with antibiotics and the clinical appearance of the skin lesions could be difficult to diagnose. The authors contextualise the pertinence of these results since the prevalence of syphilis is slowly increasing in many countries. Therefore, a high level of clinical suspicion should be maintained in order to be able to diagnose syphilis at any stage. Indeed, as the authors point out, dermatologists may start seeing gamma more often than expected. 
Acute Neurological Side Effects of COVID-19 Vaccination in Leprosy COVID-19 vaccination, as we repeatedly suggested throughout recent issues, is necessary in order to resume regular life alongside this virus. Various side effects to vaccination have been reported. Nevertheless, the vaccines are considered to be safe and generally well tolerated. However, it is important for dermatologists to be aware of rare side effects that can occur originating in body systems including neurological. Very few neurological side effects have occurred after COVID-19 vaccination to date, including Guillain-Barre syndrome, facial nerve palsy, transverse myelitis, and small fiber neuropathy. Panda and colleagues from SOA University in Bhubaneswar, India, described a 60-year-old patient with borderline lepromatose leprosy, presenting with the first known case of type 2 lepra reaction, worsening lesions and foot drop since the start of the global vaccination drive against COVID-19. Leprosy reactions, type 1 and type 2, are immunological events affecting 8-33% to of Hansen's patients and can occur anytime before, during, or after drug therapy. The authors described the course of treatment, including steroids, which fortunately led to clinical improvement. This underscores the need for clinicians' awareness and timely intervention to prevent complications and neurological sequel in type 2 lepra reaction following COVID-19 vaccination. Collateral benefits of a monoclonal antibody treatment for atopic dermatitis. Shen and colleagues from Capital Medical University, Beijing, China, describe an interesting case of a three-year-old with extensive atopic dermatitis present since birth eosinophilia and a history of allergic rhinitis and Kaposi's varicelliform eruption. The mother of the child also reported a growing accumulation of cutaneous warts on his feet for six months. Both topical steroids and topical calcineurin inhibitors were used but lacked efficacy. After treatment was switched to dupilumab, however, atopic dermatitis lesions and pruritus improved. Also, an unexpected resolution of cutaneous warts, Veruca vulgaris, occurred after 8 weeks, reaching complete resolution after 16 weeks of treatment. Atopic dermatitis and warts commonly coexist, likely due to the disrupted skin barrier, frequent scratching and Th2 immune response that occurs with atopic dermatitis. Dupilumab inhibits interleukin-4 and interleukin-13, both involved in the Th2 immune response. The authors observed clinical improvement in barrier functions related to this pathway, which thereby could have led to reduced skin infections. In severe cases of atopic dermatitis, where topical therapy only, namely topical corticosteroids, is unsuccessful, the biologic can achieve disease control quickly and alleviate the coexisting problem of cutaneous warts. Our first article was Clinical Improvement of Atopic Dermatitis in Two Patients Co-Affected with Non-Severe COVID-19 Infection, a case series and review of literature by Lakata and co-authors. Our second article was Cutaneous Tertiary Syphilitic Gamma on the Scalp by Tarada and co-authors. Our third article was Trigger of Type 2 Lepra Reaction with Acute Foot Drop Following COVID-19 Vaccination by Panda and co-authors. Our fourth article was Spontaneous Resolution of Veruca Vulgaris in a Pediatric Atopic Dermatitis Patient Treated with Dupilumab by Shen and co-authors. 
All of the articles presented today can be found in the Journal of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venereology. Though you can find free access and open access articles, EADV members benefit greatly by having access to all articles and content. We would like to thank all of our listeners, and if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, or otherwise find us on any major podcast provider. We appreciate you joining us and look forward to presenting more interviews, research, and other topics of merit. Until the next episode, take care of your skin.